This story's about a killer that was driving a semi-truck across the country. He killed when people did not agree with him. So his target was the opposite of his political view. That's right. He killed those who voted against his party. This is his story. I sure hope you enjoy this little story. So we're traveling through Washington on the interstate, and we're touring. We're looking to just take pictures, and we're, we come to an area of the uh, mountainous areas of uh, Snoqualmie, and it's a pass. But before we get there, we come to an exit where there's this scene unfolding. There's state troopers surrounded by FBI agents surrounding all of them surrounding a tractor trailer and the tractor trailer was just an ordinary long nose Pete hooked to a reefer trailer and they're off this exit and the scene that's unfolding is a horror. Apparently, a truck driver that is a serial killer was going across the country and murdering people. But the truck driver was keeping the bodies. How many bodies, what I heard, last I heard, there was 15 in the trailer with the reefer running. Now, go back probably three years prior to this scene unfolding. And a man named Benjamin Bad Benny Wilson is going about his business. He's got a family. He's got three kids. He's got a great relationship with his wife. They own their house. Everything really looks great. This is the American dream. Benny grew up on the West Coast. Benny had what we would call a normal family. His mom took him to Little League. Benny was actually pretty good at baseball. Playing second base his Little League years, Benny would actually make what was called the All-Star Team every year. He was very strong, and he excelled in certain sports. Benny had an average grade. He wasn't 
like an honor student, but he wasn't, you know, a, a, you know, a failure either. And so he grew up in the outside of this little town of Lavender, Lavender, Washington. It's, it's an ironic, or not an ironic, but it's a, it's a funny uh, a little town. The town is actually, uh, the population, get this according to Wikipedia, it was 6,606 people. 6606. Kind of a weird number. But so, here's Benny Wilson growing up in the town of Lavender. He marries his high school sweetheart. They get married. They have kids. Benny was taught how to drive a tractor trailer at a probably 17, 18, 19. He had gotten a job at a local farm, a tree farm. And because you didn't need a license on the property, this grower had thousands of acres. And so he took Benny under his wings and he taught him how to drive a tractor trailer. And so Benny learned how to almost be like a log hauler in a sense, but he learned how to drive a tractor trailer and he would haul the trees around as they cut them down. Benny would uh, be one of the guys that would bring the loads down and uh, get it ready for, you know, a trucking company that was coming in to take them away and ship them all over the country. And so Benny fell in love with trucking. What young man wouldn't? If you, your job is to go down the road and, and bang those gears and, and really, honestly, at a time where truck driving was really glorified. You know, this was a time where uh, the song Convoy came out and, 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 and all the trucker songs that the uh, country and western uh, folks would sing about. And so you had that, plus you had the movies, The Bandit, you had um, Convoy itself, and you had different movies, White Line Fever, that had come out that made younger people really say, wow, that's a really cool job. PJ and the Bear had yet to come out, but it was going to be soon. And so Benny fell in love with trucking. And so everything seemed to really be falling in place for this young man. You know, when you fall in love in your hometown as a man, if you don't have in your mind a want a desire to say, I want to get out of this little town. I want to shake the dirt off these boots and I want to go to the big city where there's so much more opportunity. If you can find a happiness in that little town in your mind, if you if you have a job and a, or a career that you really like, if you have a, a town like the little town of Lavender uh, that's set back in the mountains okay, of Washington, and, and, and picture rest. This is an area where people stop off the interstate just to take pictures of the scenery. If you have all of that going, and then on top of it, you fall in love with the girl in your homeroom class, and she falls in love with you, and this is where your joy is. What more could you want? What more could you want as far as leaving? So here he was, Benny Wilson and his wife and their kids settling in. And so eventually he would go on to get his chauffeurs and then his CDL 
and and start over the road trucking. So all seemed great. All seemed so perfect. And sometimes people are so great at portraying perfect. Most people, when you meet them, they put on this show to show you that they're great, friendly, outgoing, that they can handle things and blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, later on, when you get to know them, if you become their friend or their girlfriend or boyfriend or their husband or wife, you start seeing the cracks and eventually people's uh, true side comes out. They end up always showing you. In fact, I was talking to a friend the other day. We were talking about a lot of our friends that we went to school with that got married and, and it was all great. And six months they were getting a divorce and their wives were telling us, well, uh, I, I, as soon as he put a ring on my finger, he became a couch potato and he didn't really want to do anything. And then he didn't pay attention to me and blah, 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 blah. And so his true side came out. So Benny, Benny never wavered. Benny's Benny never cracked. Benny and his love, his wife, that grew. Benny flourished. Benny never once acted different in front of his family or his friends, his neighbors, his boss, anybody. Benny was Benny. And therefore... What you seen, you got. Your first impression was going to be your last impression. This was Benny. But there was a side of Benny that only Benny knew. If you recall, we started this story with the FBI and state police surrounding a tractor trailer. Inside that tractor trailer were bodies stacked up in the nose of that truck on the other side of a bulkhead. The driver wasn't around, but that truck was registered to one Benny Wilson. What happened that made Benny go from trucker, family man, husband, good neighbor, to serial killer? What drove Benny to do this? What would make a man that had it all had his joy, his happiness. What would make that man do things past what anybody could see? The only person that could truly see Benny's side was going to be Benny's victims. That's right. His wife, he never raised his voice. His kids, he was a strict Dad, but a loving dad. Benny was not the kind of guy to beat his kids. They all seen the side of, of a man that is the encouraging, loving side. They never seen what the eyes of his victims would see as they looked up. As Benny came up with new inventions and new ways to slaughter his victims across the country. But I got to tell you, with most serial killers, a lot of them, they literally have a certain pattern to their victims. Some go after prostitutes. We know the Green Mile Killer. Some go after 
after young women. Some go after young boys. Some go after, you know, according to who they are. But you see, Benny, he only had one agenda when he started killing. You see, Benny didn't pick on young women. Benny wouldn't slaughter his next victim in his tractor trailer according to age, gender, race, none of that. Benny didn't see any of that stuff. You see, Benny killed based on political views. That's where Benny went over the edge. Benny started killing people that didn't agree with Benny's political views. Crazy, isn't it? Benny would, would, would sit around the coffee shop or the truck stop or the mall. But you see, Benny collected victims from Washington all the way to Maine. You see, when they found that body count in that tractor trailer, there were people with identifications still in their, in their pockets or in the corner where he pitched pitch their clothing. But there was wallets and identifications in there from everywhere. I mean, honestly, Banger, Maine? A truck driver from Banger, Maine that had gone missing in 2009 was sitting or laying stacked up in a tractor trailer. A waitress in Chester, Virginia was found in there. People from Florida, people from Ohio, just all over the country. And they all had one thing in common when it came down to it. Their political views. They were murdered because Benny had a passion for his political view. What he believed nobody else could go against. And if he's seen opportunity, and he was good at this, if he's seen opportunity, Benny would take it. Benny would take that opportunity. Benny was very careful over the years. If a potential victim had any, any hint of him not able to cover it up and get away with it clean, he would wipe his hands clean and walk away. He wouldn't play around. Therefore, it was hard. The FBI knew there was a serial killer going on. They knew that somebody was, was being killed across the country through little pieces of evidence, but they couldn't figure it out. One of those pieces of evidence was Benny wore the same, he wore the same uh, type of clothing all the time, and he had a flannel shirt that had a lot, that was a very thick flannel shirt, and in several of the crime scenes where they found that a victim was taken by a car 
or or at their house, they st- they started realizing, and and they had put this together because of computer data linking. That there was this these victims, and they hadn't put it all together at the time, but they had they had known that there was several people that lint this lint was being found at the scene, the scene of where the victim went missing. And so they knew through other pieces of evidence, they knew there was something going on. And of course, when you start looking at where the victims are coming from, you start realizing, well, there's uh, there's only so many people that travel the country and the number one guy or gal is a truck driver, a trucker. What better cover? And so here we are back in Lavender at the scene and Benny's nowhere to be found. Benny's not at his house. They, they, they bust in. The FBI gets his location and they bust in and they, they find nothing. His family. And you see, Benny had been sick that week. So sick that he couldn't barely move. And so what happened was Benny had this cabin not far in the area in the mountains that he had built off-grid. Benny had built this cabin with cash. He had this land with cash. He was off-grid. The land wasn't even in his name. And so Benny was passed out for days over this flu or whatever he had. And of course, I'm sure you understand what happened next. The reefer ran out of fuel. And being the time of the year it was, the rotting flesh started to smell really fast. And therefore, someone reported it. And it didn't take long for it all to unfold. All of it. And there's Benny now, passed out in a cabin, off-grid, nobody knows where he's at. And his whole life is unfolding while he sleeps. What a crazy, crazy scene. What a crazy life a man can live. Because I don't like your political views. I'm going to kill you. Because you don't agree with my political views, I hate you. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine that if we were all like that. As you can see today, many people have turned on each other on social media. And this is how Benny became who Benny was. He started watching his friends on Facebook, Twitter, all these social medias. Started watching friends that he grew up with that would honestly come right out and drawing a line in the sand and hating each other and walking away and never talking to each other. If you didn't agree with each other's political views. You see, at one time where Benny grew up, 
at that age, there was an old saying, let's never talk about religion and politics. And there's an old saying today now that that politics have gotten so bad that people are they are now comfortable talking about religion. That's how bad politics have gotten. And you see, it had a bad effect on Benny. Benny couldn't stand seeing friends that he grew up with say, oh yeah, my candidate. My candidate is the only way to go. And if you don't believe, if you don't believe in my candidate, F you. You are no longer my friend. You're a piece of garbage. You see, Benny, Benny couldn't take that. Couldn't take the fact that just because you like red and I like blue, or you like blue and I like red, or you like vanilla and I like chocolate, you like Chevy, I like Honda, whatever. Benny couldn't get it in his mind that people were so messed up so twisted in just thinking because of your views versus my views, we should hate each other. And so Benny thought, I'm going to start exterminating. Benny thought, if, if, if this is the way we're supposed to be in the, in the sand, in the line, and how deep that line should be drawn in the sand, well, let me show you. Let me show you how deep my line can go. Because I have my political views, and up till now, I have never, never once judged any of my friends and anybody. But I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to feed my lust. Bad Benny. And the things that Benny did. And the things that Benny was going to do. Were only the beginning. You see the screaming. The yelling out. The helplessness of a victim. Yeah, Benny started with a political view. But when he seen the power of making somebody helpless. Benny got turned on more and more and more. His thirst was unsatisfied. His lust was unfulfilled. As Benny was finishing up his last victim, he was sad because it was almost over and was already planning for his next. Being a serial killer, going off the deep end, somewhere in life taking the wrong turn. No blame on anybody else. This is each man's personal decision. But man, did he take a wrong turn. So I'm going to leave you with this in Lavender, Washington. 15 miles up on a mountain there was Benny just waking up listening on his two-way radios that he had set up up there Benny knew what had happened Benny knew what they found Benny 
was so disciplined that he would walk away from everything that day. His wife would never hear from him again. His kids. Benny knew that he could never have contact. He could never call. Benny knew that he had to come up with a plan. The one good thing Benny knew was he was in a cabin that nobody knew about. And there was one thing he had to do. And that was feed his lust. So be careful of your political views. Be careful of your opinions. Be careful of everything you say and do out there. You never know if Benny's sitting there having a coffee beside you. You just never know. You see... Benny is out there and Benny's roaming around seeking watching carefully plotting nobody's ever heard from Benny again but there's no doubt about one thing some people are going to hear from Benny some people are going to hear from him Keep your political view to yourself. You're destroying your friends. You're destroying each other. Try to get along. Benny's listening. He's wanting to hear from everybody. Until we meet again, I just wanted to bring this story out. It's a story nobody probably heard. It's a story probably most people will never hear of. The FBI has a way of keeping a tight lid on things. Lavender, Washington, 6,606 people. How crazy of a scene, but Benny's out there. Until I meet. I am Benny. I am Benny, the 68-year-old man. I am Benny, a 68-year-old man with a broken arm. I am not intimidating at all. I'm a little pudgy. I'm weak-looking. I have no offense, and I'm very easy to approach. I am Benny. I go shopping. Absolutely, I do. 
Did I mention that you remind me of my granddaughter? Yeah. Yeah, I have a granddaughter. Yes. Yes, she just graduated high school. Yes. Yes. Well, you look exactly like her. And you kind of remind me of her. Oh, thank you. Oh, you don't have a grandfather? I'm sorry. Well, if you were in my neighborhood, I would be happy to be your grandpa. Aw. Yes, she's 19. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Oh, 21. You hold your age great. Yes. Absolutely. What town? Really? Reading? Pennsylvania. Very, very interesting. Yes. I cut my teeth in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Absolutely down by the Amish. Oh, yeah. Yes. Of course. Harrisburg? Of course. Wow. Well, I'm off to the pretzel aisle. Yeah? You gotta go there, too? Well, if you'll accompany me, we'll go get our pretzels. of disguise. I am Benny. I am a 38-year-old man dressed like a very old, frail man. I am Benny. I have a cast on, a perfectly good arm. I am Benny. I am here looking for you. Thanks for helping me find those pretzels. Hope your day's good. Take care now. All right. We gotta stop bumping into each other like this. Is that your car? Oh yeah. Oh no, that's my, my, my ride's right down there. Yeah, all 18 wheels. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I'll struggle a little. I gotta try to climb up there with one arm and get these groceries packed in there. You would? Oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, you don't have to do that, young lady. Okay, come on down. Have you ever seen the inside of a semi-truck before? Well, allow me to be your first tour. My name is Benny. Hmm. <sighs>